Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. I'm Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Lavender Lifestyle. It's Eileen, your host. Today, I have a special guest. Her name is Jo Chun-Yan. Jo is a graphic designer and intuition coach. Led by her heart, she followed her intuition to Japan, where she now lives, studies, and works. For her graphic design business, Jo uses an intuitive process to create a conscious, deeply connected visual expression for her clients. And in her intuition coaching work, she guides people in the quiet art of listening to their inner wisdom. Hi, Joe. Hi, how are you, Aileen? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Yeah, so like I was telling you before we started recording, I'm a huge fan of your work. Your designs are gorgeous. I've definitely stalked you on Pinterest, and I've seen your website like way before you contacted me about this. Oh, thank you so much. It's lovely to be on the show. So I'm, I'm super excited. And yeah, really yeah. looking forward to having a beautiful conversation. So you're both a graphic designer and intuition coach. First, can you just describe what that means? What intuition coaching is? And how are those two jobs connected? So intuition coaching is really a supportive way of coaching someone to explore a deeper connection with themselves. Um, and in terms of using intuition, it's really about seeing how people can find a connection to their heart space and living from their heart and making decisions that are really aligned with their highest vibration or their, you know, their highest frequency. And I've personally found that when you are consciously making these beautiful decisions every day for yourself, whether it's the smallest thing or whether it is something that is actually going to change your path in quite a big way, there's a really beautiful, different outcome that comes from it, you know, and I think it brings you to a very connected aligned journey for for where you want to go and it's always something that feels right for you you know like when we Mm -hmm. when we look at intuition it's always choosing a path that feels the most true for who you are as a person that really Mm -hmm. reflects where you decide you want to go and sometimes it's not very clear and I think that's the the way that intuition coaching comes into it is that it allows someone to move through that process in a very supportive environment so that every decision they make, they are able to find that clarity so that they know that they're on that right path. And it's about Mm -hmm. finding those skills to be able to apply that to your future decisions so that you're always able to get to the place that you want to go, you know, and later on, you're able to make the decisions on your own and you're able to stand in your truth and stand in your confidence when you make those decisions. And the way it relates to graphic design is that I find the graphic design process or the creative process highly intuitive. And so Mm -hmm. for that purpose, 
they're both quite linked. You know, we find that we're always accessing our intuition when we are creating or when we're in that space of creativity. So for me, it, it makes perfect sense to blend the two together. And I, I love that that's how the process un, unravels. And that's how I, I love to work as well. Right. I mean, how did you get started with your businesses? Because you're essentially freelancing two jobs, right? So can you talk about how you were even led to decide to do both of those things? Mm. Well, I'm currently studying as well in Japan. And mm. I think I just couldn't really decide between, you know, one thing or another. And I'm the kind of person that loves so many different things. And for me, it's very hard just to to put all my energy into one aspect of my life. It's always in balance with various other things. And mm-hmm. so study is a big thing. So learning Japanese, obviously, is what I'm doing at the moment is a big thing. But then the business aspect of my life and the creative aspect of my life is also a big thing as well. So because I am naturally an intuitive person, I love working intuitively and I love the space that I'm in when, when I'm acting from a space of intuition it just made sense to to blend the two and to do the two at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah, for me, it just feels so natural. It's, it's kind of, I can't see it any other way because I feel like also when I work intuitively with a coaching client and when I work intuitively with a graphic design client, the process supports each other as, as we go through. Like, mm-hmm. I think I the skills that I use in intuition coaching the skills that I use in graphic design when it comes to connecting with people and really getting the best solution and the best you know way to move forwards with the client on a on a particular project or or through coaching is really yeah deeply connected and very similar so I think they kind of go hand in hand I think that's beautiful I think that's a wonderful example for a lot of people out there because I can relate I'm interested in so many different things and it took a long time to kind of you know create your own way of connecting all of those things and so you don't have to just choose one thing if you feel called to do multiple there are ways you can weave everything that you're good at everything that you're passionate about into you know maybe like a couple things or or something like that where you're using all of your gifts. So I'm a big believer in using all of the gifts that you have. It's so unique because nobody else has that unique blend that you have as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing. It's about really stepping into who you are as a person and and saying, you know, this is who I am. This is how I want to live my life. And yeah, I, I don't want to be going down one direction Whereas there's almost that 3D world to explore of all the different things you can Mm -hmm. add. And, you know, at the beginning when I was trying to decide between graphic design or intuition coaching, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, you have to choose one or the other. And, you know, for me, it was just like, you know, how do I possibly find the link? Like at the beginning, Mm -hmm. I was really searching for how do I weave it together? Because that was quite a tricky aspect of it you know when I was first looking at creating the business but then you know when you step back and you're like okay so what does it mean like who are you as a person and how do you perceive the world and I think that's where it starts from it it really starts from who you really are and what your Mm -hmm. you know what your beliefs are what 
what you see as beauty in the world. And then that is the thread that connects everything together. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, with everyone, if especially for your listeners, I'm sure that so many people have all these multiple passions, you know, different interests. And it's about finding you know, you're the common connection, you know, it's, it's nothing yeah. out there. It's, it's you that's bringing that connection to all the different pieces of your life. Love it. So I want to talk about moving to Japan. So you said that was a very intuitive choice that you made. Just talk about like, yeah, what goes through your mind? Do you just like have a feeling you're like, I'm going to move to Japan? <laughs> like, how does that work? Yeah, well, I've always really loved Japan. And I've always really loved the beauty of the language. There's so many Um, subtle nuances in in Japanese language that a wonderful experience to explore and to learn and so for that reason I was traveling to Japan sort of every year for my annual leave I would I would take about a month off and I would go to Japan and sort of explore it on my own and every time I left you know it's one of those things where you go to this this place that you have a very deep connection with. It's almost like you leave a little part of you or a little part of your heart Mm. in that place. Mm -hmm. And the last time I went there, I remember stepping off the plane and I got this feeling, this voice was saying to me, oh, you'll be here one day. You will live here one day. That's it. And I remember this like feeling afterwards of this this shock and dread of, oh my gosh, now I have to move to Japan and like <laughs> my life. Like you knew you had to do it. Yeah, it was such an intense feeling. There was no doubt about whether or not I was going to Japan. It was almost like, yep, this is the next part. <laughs> this is what's right for you. And so taking that experience when I, when I got back home to Australia, I sort of sat with it for a little while because I'm not usually a very rash person. I feel like a beautiful aspect of intuition, which is around balancing that aspect of intuition with your practical, logical side, which is your head, and consulting both aspects of it rather than just Mm -hmm. jumping into it and making this big life decision, which which is a very big life decision, you know, to move move to another country is, is a big thing. And so I kind of mapped it out, you know, I I consulted my head with this decision. I'm like, okay, look, I want to move to Japan. I feel like this is the next, (laughs) next big thing for my soul. And I was like, okay, how's it going to happen? How are we going to make this happen? It just became quite an easy process once I sort of consulted both head and heart Mm. in the decision and I was like okay well finances are something that you have to look at you know it's a very responsible way (laughs) way of making the decision Mm -hmm. you need to be able to support yourself and I was like okay so what am I going to do in Japan well I want to learn Japanese so that bit was sort of ticked off and then I was like okay so how do I sell off all my things what do I need to do with my house you know all of those little bits and pieces Mm. and I just gave myself the time and space to kind of explore that decision and make sure that you know everything to support that decision and to support the outcome was in place so that I could move to Japan and really follow my heart in that way without having 
you know, a, a discomfort of like, oh, I don't have enough money or, oh, I'm making the wrong decision mm-hmm. because you've you've sort of ticked it off along the way. Right. It sounds like you make your decisions with your intuition. So you let your heart lead. But in order to figure out like the practical details, you use your head and your logic for that, which which makes total sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, that's probably the best way for me, I, mm-hmm. I would say, is just to consult yeah. both aspects because I think I'm generally I'm quite left brain and, and right brain. So I'm I'm quite balanced mm. in both aspects. I have the logical, practical aspect and then um and then, you know, the deep connection to creativity and intuition as the other aspect Mm -hmm. and I think for me personally it sort of works best like that but also I I feel that just in general it's a really powerful way of following your intuition because you're not just throwing it all out there and saying I'm going to take the leap and you know if something happens like you, you make that big decision and there's nothing to catch you if you fall because sometimes you, you don't know. Like some things can happen where you just don't know what will happen. You you need to have a way to support yourself and to make sure that mm-hmm. you're okay. And I remember Elizabeth Gilbert mentioned this in, in Big Magic where she says, you know, a lot of creative people might decide, oh, I'm going to sell my house and, and I'm going to make this like – big decision to start my business and put all my money into this and now I have no money left but I'm going to hope that it succeeds because (laughs) I made it from a place of my intuition and followed my heart she says you know like what happens if you fail you know how do you catch yourself and make sure that you're able to get back on your feet that you're able to move forwards from that you have to plan for that too yeah. yeah, right. And it's just about mm-hmm. being like a human being, having a human experience is about accepting all aspects of who you are, not just your heart and just following that in a in an extreme sort of polarized fashion, but mm-hmm. balancing in the aspect of your head. And I think especially when we speak about intuition, a lot of people might think, oh, we're just going to let our hearts lead everything. And who cares if, if it doesn't make sense, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I think mm-hmm. it's really nice to just consult your head. Sure. To balance the two. Yeah. I want to ask, because you seem like you have a very strong sense of intuition, whereas most people might not have as strong of a sense. Like sometimes I'm not even sure what part is my intuition and what part is, you know, another side, maybe a like, how do you recognize intuition? How do you separate it from the logical side or the fears in your head? How do you mm, decide? I think intuition is quite gentle. For me, it's it's mm-hmm. a, a very gentle, supportive guidance. It's never aggressive in the way that it's like, you have to do this now, but it's quite consciously confident or quietly confident. You know that if you decide to follow it, then you know that outcome is going to be for the best for your soul at that particular time but there's never like a time limit on it you know like it's never saying to you oh you have to do this before mm-hmm. you know next year otherwise you're going to miss out mm-hmm. i think that might be more 
instinct from my experience mm. um you know i feel like instinct there's more of a time you know the time based kind of like act now kind of right i have some of that in my head yeah so i'm not sure if it's intuition or not i'm like i want to accomplish this by this day and this by this mm-hmm. yeah 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 and i think that that's more like instinct but also maybe creativity coming through as well and saying oh you mm-hmm. know this would be really good or i want to do this you know and mm-hmm. i think yeah they all play together in a in a beautiful sort of um, collection of thoughts <laughs> in your head but um yeah for me it's intuition is always gently gentle. guiding and it's always mm. saying okay you know like for the decision about japan it was like okay japan's going to be really good for you you have you have to mm. live here but you know it never is saying if you don't live here, that's going to be really bad. You know, that I think that's when fear steps in and says, oh, if it's, mm. if you don't do it, then this is the consequence. Fear will always give you the, the sort of like the negative right. consequences of what happens if, you know, what happens if something, mm. if you don't follow this through, what happens if you make a mistake. But intuition is always positive and always looking out for you to the best of where you should be going. Yeah, it sounds like intuition is like your gentle, kind friend who only means love, but it's never going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> it's, it's very yeah. positive and loving, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's also, it comes with a, a, a beautiful wisdom as well. So there's some, some moments when, especially it, it comes through a lot when you're journaling. For some people, it might come through when you're journaling or when you're being creative there's a beautiful wisdom that kind of drops in. Sometimes you think to yourself, oh, I didn't know I knew that. I didn't know that I already had this within me, that I could perceive this in this particular situation. Or I just have this feeling about someone. Like, how do I know that? And I think that's your intuition. Sometimes you can't explain it and you you don't know where it comes mm-hmm. from. But that's really nice to know, to recognize that intuition is always supportive right? So if you get a feeling or you have a thought that doesn't feel supportive or loving, that's probably not your intuition. That's probably fear or something else. Yes, yes. Yeah. I want to ask you, what do you do when you're creatively stuck or you're in a rut or uninspired? I'm just curious because I kind of went through that this month. I'm I'm getting better now, but I'm just Mm -hmm. curious because you seem like you're very intuitively creative. Mm. I think for me, it's always about finding another source of inspiration. In my work, I, I work predominantly designing logos or um, web design, packaging design. And if I'm feeling creatively stuck, you know, I go back to the things that I love, whether it be cooking, you know, and I, the simple act of cooking where you just spend two hours like making bread or using your hands mm-hmm. and just really experiencing the the joy of cooking or it could be gardening for some people or it could be watching a movie it's just about taking yourself out of the pressure of okay I need to be creative I need to be inspired now but you know coming from that space of okay what what else can I do that really brings more joy to my day and mm-hmm. I think that's where you get your inspiration. You get your inspiration from so many sources. You know, it's almost like an endless 
supply、mm. of inspiration. Just do the things that bring you joy. Yeah, it, it could be just like having a beautiful conversation with a friend. You know, like、yeah. having this kind of a, a, a conversation that we're having now is, is so inspiring for me. And、mm-hmm. and me it, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you're you're、yeah. speaking to people where you're able to connect to them on a deeper level. And I think that's just where the inspiration comes from. It's about being able to connect to yourself in a deeper way, and connecting to others, connecting to the world around you, and you know, not putting the pressure on saying that creativity and inspiration have to show up, but allowing them the the gentleness, you know, of showing up.、Mm. And for me, it's it's yeah, like watching movies. I love that, you know, like <laughs> seeing how other people capture the world through their lens. You know, is deeply motivating, inspiring for me,、um, and it doesn't mean that I will replicate that in my art or anything like that. But it's just something that that sparks joy, and it's something that brings joy to my day, even if it's like the littlest thing. Right. I always tell people to find the things that bring you joy because sometimes people don't think about what makes them happy. But once you're like, you make a little list of things that make you happy, you can just actively. Go do those things whenever you're not having a good day, or whenever you're just in a rut.、Mm, yeah, absolutely. And it's always just having those beautiful rituals, you know, like、mm-hmm. having your little toolbox of rituals where you know that okay, yoga makes me feel great, or I、mm-hmm. love just doing a meditation when I when I'm feeling a little bit sad or a little bit stressed. Yeah, it's about having. I, I think it's about having this beautiful toolbox of. Things you can always go to that nourishes your soul,、mm-hmm. and recognizing, and I think this is the other thing: it's recognizing your trigger points before it becomes a full-blown stress-out session or、right. a full-blown like when when we start to freak out about things.、Yeah. That's when we've really gone to the other extreme of things. We've allowed ourselves to go to that space. And maybe every once in a while, we need to go to that space to be able to come back and realize that. You know that's not the space we want to be in. We want to be, you know, in a calm space if that's what we desire. Yeah, for me, it's about knowing. Okay, so if I feel a little bit off balance, or what is it that I need to do now to bring me back into that sort of groundedness that I really desire for myself? And it could be something different every day. You know, like recognizing that you know from an intuitive. Aspect, you know, living intuitively means that you're able to accept the changes, you know, throughout each day. You know, one day you might need a lot of grounding and a lot of support、um, in that sense, and another day you might want that spark of joy and that spark of energy and excitement.、Mm-hmm. And it's about yeah, making that decision every day, knowing what you need at the moment. Yeah. And allowing yourself that ability to change, allowing intuition to guide you, and intuition. I think I wanted to say this other thing about intuition is that it will change on a daily basis. You know, like, and it will change over time. So a decision that might come through intuitively, like six months ago, may not. Stick around for the other six months. You know, it might not always be the same because you've changed as a person. So, of course, your inner world will change with it. And I think it's just allowing that the beauty of your growth 
as a person to to kind of yeah bring the decision making and and bring the next step forwards however it's supposed to come to you right I have another question what is your best advice for strengthening your own intuition are there certain tips or exercises Mm. we could do yeah this is such a beautiful question I love it yeah I think there's so many things we can do to strengthen our intuition I think for me it's probably meditation going into Mm-hmm. Meditation is a very beautiful way of, of just quietening down and calm your sort of inner landscape so that you're able to connect more deeply with yourself. So in meditation, I think there's so many different ways you can do meditation. You can do it through like a guided meditation or you could just simply sit and meditation for me is is not just about sitting and trying to think of nothing because I think that is really tricky and it's probably you know a lot of the time I'm filled with thoughts you know whether it's joyful thoughts or or fears you know where I'm a human being but you know I find meditation in so many things such as you could be taking a shower and just feeling the water on the back of your Mm, mindfulness Or, you know, having a cup of tea and really sitting with that cup of tea and really enjoying it. Or you could be sitting by yourself in your in your room and and really appreciating the space around you. And yeah, so I would say it just doesn't have to be meditation to the point where you're trying to get rid of all the thoughts in your head. It's simply about, you know, quietening down the space around you so that you're able to really sit with yourself and find space for yourself. Um, So that would be one aspect for developing your intuition. The other aspect which I find really helpful is journaling. And one of the things that my um, my Reiki teacher taught me was was to journal every day, like continuously journaling for about five to ten minutes. And that's when you don't lift your pen off the page. So you just write continuously whatever comes into your head. Mm-hmm. I love this. I do this almost every day too. Right? It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I and love it. I, I wonder whether you notice when you write – that after a certain period of time, like the first part of the first few minutes, you probably find that you're writing like all the sort of surface thoughts that come through in your head. You know, this is what I did today. This is, you know, like what's going on in my life. I need to do this. I have to remember this. And then something happens like a little bit half, maybe halfway through where your, your, your clarity comes through and that's when your intuition speaks and it comes inside. It's almost like the voice is not right. yours. It yeah. channels- it's like your inner voice and it tells right. you what, what to do or it just has it's, – it's so amazing how it just flows out. Mm. It's kind of magical. Yeah. Mm. So that, that I would say is such a powerful way. And I think what people find is that you really notice the change in, in the voice or like the change in the tone of how you speak and as, as you write. And I would just say that that's a, a beautiful way to explore and and play with your intuition in that way. Mm-hmm. The other last tip that I would say is to give yourself the opportunity to make an intuitive decision. So even if it's the smallest thing, like the first thing you do when you wake up, how do you feel? What do you want to do today? And, you know, just always prompting yourself with the beautiful, gentle question of like, what do I feel like for breakfast today? What mm-hmm. what would really nourish me in this moment? 
And you would probably find that you would say to yourself, oh, I really desire, you know, it could be like like a really beautiful warm bowl of oats or porridge if you're in a cold, cold climate. Mm-hmm. Or it could be something like a green smoothie or something really refreshing like a bowl of fruit. But it's it's almost like being able to get giving yourself that opportunity to follow your intuition in the smallest way. And Mm -hmm. that's a really nice way to kind of test yourself. And sometimes we want to know that our intuition is is leading us in the right way and we want to be able to trust it. And I think this is a really beautiful tool to be able to, to trust your intuition and when we're testing it in a in a very safe environment in like a small way every day it's almost like you know for the bigger things you're able to kind of move into that intuitive space and make that decision without like having the the thought of oh my gosh, this is really outside my comfort zone or I can't do this. I think having the practice, you know, the daily practice of making Mm -hmm. intuitive decisions, whether you say to yourself, today I'm going to take a walk to my, my work or to school or to meet my friend rather than taking public transport or riding my bike or it could be riding my bike or it could be taking public mm-hmm. transport. It's almost like giving yourself that option of, of seeing what feels right for you in that moment and then just right. following that. That's a really good tip. Give yourself permission to make little intuitive decisions because it really is like the more you do it the easier it gets and the more like your sense will grow stronger Mm, yeah right you just realize that every decision that you make can really come from that beautiful intuitive space you know even to something like oh what kind of clothes are going to really reflect my personality today or is Mm -hmm. there an essential oil that I'm going to burn in my burn in my diffuser tonight that's going to make me feel a certain way you know it's all of these little little decisions throughout your day that are going to nourish you and it's not going to sort of largely change the course of your your day but if you make that decision for yourself every day because it's going to nourish you and it's going to nourish your soul, if you do that with every decision in your life or every decision mm-hmm. over the years, over the months, that's going to make like a huge, that's yeah, going to have like totally. a huge benefit to you. I think that's the goal for everyone to be able to make every decision that nourishes your soul so that you can truly live a beautiful life, you know, the life that mm-hmm. makes you the most joyous absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely and you're able to play in that a little bit more sometimes we're so hard on ourselves you know we think that every decision we make if we make the wrong one it's so bad you know we feel so Mm -hmm. bad for it but allowing ourselves to have these little decisions that aren't so scary I think is a really nice sort of way to play with it you know it's very playful Mm -hmm. and it's very curious it's very gentle so that if we do make a wrong decision, we're able to know how to nourish ourselves. We're able to know how to come Mm -hmm. back to a space where we are able to sit with ourselves and be like, okay, what is best for me now? Moving forwards, what feels best? Mm -hmm. I love it. No, thank you so much. Honestly, you have so much good information and and I'm inspired. So thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you so much. It was so lovely. Yeah, I just, I, I have so much passion for speaking about this and it's it's really nice to be able to just 
yeah, have such a beautiful, honest conversation. And I love having these beautiful chats. They they just make my day. And lastly, where can our listeners find you online? So my little home space on the interwebs is at www.joechanyan.com. Pop through and you can send me an email or join my little list um, but yeah, that's where you'll find me. And also follow her on Pinterest. And also you have an ebook, the Intuition Journal Kit. So yeah. I'll post all the links in the show notes and on the blog post so everyone can check you out. But yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Aileen. It's been such a wonderful experience. So yeah, it's just made my weekend. Oh, <laughs> have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like the podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. It helps me so much and also helps other people find the show. You can also catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender where I have even more content for the artists of life. All right, love you all. Bye.